0: everyone, and welcome back
1: to Can't Hardly Wait Minute, the podcast where we analyzed the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait One Minute at a Time. I'm your co host, Aaron. I'm your co host, James.
0: And it's minute four, which I have beginning with You Can Keep Your Tassel and going on through Four Years Ago Preston getting out of the car.
1: Mm hmm. Ugh, this movie's so good, Aaron. Dang yes, it, this it really movie's is. good. It um, really is. So, first note I have is about Tassel Guy, as he is credited in IMDb as Tassel Guy. Okay. Um, I looked for Tassel Guy because I was like, what's the name of the Tassel Guy? And lo and behold, there he was, credited just like I'd hoped. Uh, This actor's name is John Patrick White. Uh, His top three is this. Uh, He played a character named Brian Barry in Teaching Mrs. Tingle which was uh, a movie starring Katie Holmes and the yeah. nice looking guy from seventh heaven, uh, killing their teacher, a very nineties plot of sort of like, how far can we take, uh, teenhood, teenage rebellion? Um, yeah. he was guy in bathroom number one in galaxy quest. Uh, that's his okay. number three. That's his third of his top three. Uh, his first credit is in an episode of The Secret World of Alex Mack, which is a show that I've also, I always keep forgetting and coming back to, um, okay. uh, which is on Nickelodeon and starred Larissa Olnick, uh, soon to be of uh, Babysitter's Club and uh, 10 Things I Hate About You fame. Yep. Um, so then shortly after that, he was the title character in the show AJ's Time Travelers, which I'd like to tell you about right now. Yes, please do. Through a new computer software, fifteen-year-old A.J. Malloy is transported to a time-traveling ship called Cryos, with, of which he is made captain. With his ex- eccentric crew of Ali, Izzy, B.I.T., Maria, Pulse, and 3D, A.J. must defend the ship from evil Lord Warp, who wishes to capture Cryos in order to use its knowledge for evil. To do so, they come face to face with the most influential people, places, and events in world history. The ride is fast. Furious, funny, and educational because, after all, knowledge is power. Interested? No. You know, you know those? You know how, how all those people are like, "What if Quantum Leap, but more educational? Like, what if Schoolhouse Rock plus Quantum Leap?" It sounds like that gives you AJ's Time Travelers.
0: It, yeah, it sounds like it <laughs> would, in theory, fit in the same box as like Ghostwriter or Wishbone.
1: I think but then, that's correct. But
0: but actually, it's in a a different box, on a different shelf that says it, in the same section. But it, yeah, it just says "don't."
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then his brother and sister in law write movies, and it was and and it was this was like one one piece of trivia about him. It's like his brother and sister in law write movies that you've heard of called something I never heard of, something I'd never heard of. I was like. I think they're giving me too much credit for what I've heard of, except for <laughs> then I, I remembered that uh, they wrote this movie called Knowing, um, okay. which is a Nicolas Cage movie, uh, where he basically uh, studies patterns and numbers and then is able to uh, predict future disasters. Interesting. It was a very enjoyable movie with a, a rather shocking ending. So. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, but try and watch it for free because it's not worth uh, that.
0: Okay, so. <laughs> fair enough. My first note is Denise's yearbook page. Okay, if we are, if if are we ready to move I on have from tassel guy?
1: Five dollars to keep your tassel. Denise is uninterested, and then we move on to her yearbook page. Okay, yes.
0: Yeah, so then we move on to Denise's yearbook page. She has no activities listed.
1: True. Um, That's so she Denise. Is
0: She's headed to NYU. Yep. And her senior quote is, A true friend stabs you in the front by Oscar Wilde.
1: Right. Which I could find no uh, reference to where he wrote that. It might just have been something he said in passing or whatever. Um, a quip. Um, yeah. But uh, that uh, there's also a, uh, a band called Bring Me the Horizon that has a song called That. And the first line of a song by Thrice is true friends stab you in the front. Uh, which yeah. I put as my away message one time. And you wrote, that's by Oscar Wilde, not Thrice," <laughs> Which was a very errant college errant thing to say.
0: <laughs> yep, that's maybe the most on-brand thing for the two of us that I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> I also think it's very interesting that she's going to NYU uh, since she's the Deborah Kaplan character who went to NYU. Yeah. So I think that's very interesting.
0: Yeah. Interesting in the how predictable sense in, yeah. in
1: the sort of mary sue-ness of yes nah, I don't want to use the word mary sue because I don't think I don't I don't not enjoy it and I don't think it's like they made ideal versions of themselves I just think that it's interesting that the main characters are a guy and a girl friends that are just friends in this movie
0: self-inserty
1: self-inserty there we go yeah um, I like that
0: better than mary sue cuz mary I, sue definitely implies it it has negative connotations right. that I'm not sure self-insert necessarily right. does yeah Denise is pissed that Preston wants to go to this party. Yeah. He wants to go to the party so he can talk to Amanda. Right. But he's leaving tomorrow. Right. And she thought they were gonna hang out together for for his last night in town. Right. We don't know what he's leaving for yet.
1: I don't believe so, no.
0: I don't think we find that out until like the end.
1: I think we we know we tell he tells one other person. At some point he 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 tells someone about the whole thing. So then uh, Denise is talking to him about, uh, you need to look forward to the future. Mm -hmm. And she says, don't look back. You should never look back. And I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck? And I I just did a Google search of that line to place it. And it's from the Boys of Summer, the Don Henley song that the Ataris Uh covered in 2003. Yeah. Why is she randomly quoting Don Henley? It is hilarious that she did that. It's such an... Especially in '98, this is yeah. such an uncool song to quote. Like, yeah. it is not a, th- a cool thing to be quoting. Especially it's like an earnest thing that you're saying. It's- yeah,
0: <laughs> I had not put two and two together. Like, I know that song. Yeah, rather well. I prefer the I prefer the Atari's version. Sure. But that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I had not like it hadn't registered for me. Yeah, I think be- because of the way my brain works with music, she didn't say it with the same cadence. Right. So my brain just was like those
1: are words that she's
0: saying that have never been said before by anyone ever.
1: Um, my 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 brain was like that is familiar, but that's also not how people like talk. Like that's not a no- like don't look back yeah. like you should never look back is is not not what she would that it doesn't match what she's said so far like her yeah. her her whole thing doesn't match that. It's it's such a wild thing.
0: And the thing that happens next tells me that that line was put in specifically for they were they probably had just heard the Don Henley song mm-hmm. it was put in the script kind of as a joke because of the thing that happens next and it was one of those things where they were so delighted by themselves that they left it in
1: even though it sounds a little weird so uh, everyone keeping track at home minute four is where we have in my mind the most uh Harry Elfont and Deborah Kaplan as James and aaron uh, uh-huh. moment so far this quote Don Henley, don't refer to it, and then have the guy run into the table because he isn't looking back is such a thing that we would write, I can't even stand it. It is amazing.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, this this kind of like, I, I called him a stoner guy because he kind of had yep. that stoner guy look about him. He's I literally like called
1: him stoner guy.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's running backwards and runs into, is it a table? I wasn't sure what it was, but like a big piece of wood that's yeah. being carried. Yeah. And so he runs into it, and then she just kind of snickers and goes, unless you're that guy.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, I decided to meet Stoner Guy later. So okay. we didn't get to see Stoner Guy's face, so we're going to meet him later.
0: Yeah, he so, was just a graduation robe and a cloud of hair.
1: And right. I think you could see a tie-dye t-shirt underneath the robe. Let me give you a, a quick hint. Uh, the man has grown up, and, his, and without the hair, he looks like an entirely different person. So then we have a flashback. Yes. We are less than 10 minutes into the movie, and we are already doing... We are less than
0: five minutes into the movie.
1: (laughs) We are already doing exposition flashbacks. Yep. Um, They use the perfect flashback song, if it's 1998, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. A song which literally sounds like a flashback, probably because of this movie, but also because of everything about this song. Uh, Smash Mouth's Walkin' on the Sun. Yep. May I tell you about Walkin' on the Sun a little bit? You may. Um, This is the first Smash Mouth single that was ever released uh and just as a personal note i have a a specific memory of uh i had a handheld radio didn't have a tape player on it it had nothing it was literally a radio with a headphone jack uh, that i had in in boston in summer 97 and i was listening to the radio probably wbcn um and it was late at night and this came on and it was the first time i heard it so this reminds me of flashbacks and Late at Night, and I think it's perfect for that. Um,
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah. So uh, it was released in July 1997. It was their first major single. In fact, it was their very first single. It reached number one on the Billboard Hot Modern Rock tracks, which would become Alternative Songs chart, which is the one we look at, the one that I care about. Uh, It reached number two on the Billboard Hot 100 Airplay chart, which goes into the Hot 100 singles chart. Uh, I don't think it it, um, sold enough copies of the single to make the hot 100 um so or maybe they didn't release it as an actual single maybe it was just a radio single there are various reasons in the 90s and before why things are like gigantic hits but don't get make the charts one of them is is often you don't sell a physical copy of the single sure um so it was also success abroad it peaked at number three in canada and iceland number five in italy and spain and number seven in australia it charted on the year-end charts in uh, Canada and Australia in 97 and 98, and then in Iceland of of 98 only. So okay. it was very successful in other places besides America as well. So okay. that cool. is Smash Mouth's Walking on the Sun. Uh, then I tried to look up the guy that played Preston's dad, who drops him off, and he is nowhere to be found. Um, for all I know, that's Harry Elfant, um, but... <laughs> uh, I don't know. There was no credit, no trivia, no nothing. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe can that I was Ethan you, Embry's real dad.
0: <laughs> it's entirely possible because can, can I tell you a little bit about or can we discuss why we're seeing this flashback? Yes. So Preston wants to go to this party to talk to Amanda because he believes that he and Amanda have a connection that they need to see through. Right. Denise is sitting there as he starts this flashback story and she's like, I've heard this a million times. Please don't. <laughs> But he does anyway. Uh-huh. So, October of their freshman year. Right. Preston missed the bus. The only time he's ever missed the bus.
1: The only time he had ever missed the bus. He doesn't talk about if he missed the bus that, later well, in high true. school. Right, right. That's
0: true. Um. So, he is late. His dad has to drop him off at school. And right. in that moment, we will find out tomorrow what... Connection he believes he has with Amanda.
1: I uh I have some thoughts about the setting of this mm-hmm. uh, scene, but I but I put them in minute five because I figured I talked enough on minute four.
0: Yeah, it's well, and honestly, most of this scene happens in minute five. We literally yeah. just see him get out of the car right now. We don't see the scene itself really start
1: until tomorrow. I get big Breakfast Club vibes from yes. this. Yes. Yes. Um, and and I think that's probably almost certainly intentional oh Um, i'm sure yeah yeah if you make a teen a teen comedy you have to reference john hughes that's just the law they don't let you actually make the movie until you are like you point out your john hughes reference uh or three um so yeah uh this is the obligatory john hughes reference and uh yeah it's a weird scene that i really want to get into tomorrow because what a what an odd way to anyway we'll get into it yeah Uh, let's do social media (laughs) We are on Twitter at J-E underscore Minute Movies. Um, Individually, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Unabashed James.
0: And I am at Unabashedly Aaron.
1: You can find us on the Scavengers Network, who are uh, generous and gracious enough to let us uh, put out these silly shows on their network. Um, If you listen after we say goodbye, you'll hear an ad for one of the shows from the Scavengers Network. You sure will. But I think... That's going to do it for minute four, so let's wrap things up and move on to minute five. Boy, I can't hardly wait.
0: The Scavengers Network.
1: Creator-driven.
0: Community-focused.
1: Treasured content. Hey, James. Hey, Erin.
0: Hey, you two. Not Not yet, Tracy. Tracy. Anyways, I was thinking about this one specific line from a Fall Out Boy song, and I was wondering if you wanted to discuss it.
1: Yeah, that sounds fun. Can
0: I discuss it too? Tracy, Tracy no, no, not, not yet. yet. Okay, so we could do a podcast where each week we go in-depth on one line from each Fall Out Boy song and cover a new song every week, album by album, until we've covered all of them.
1: And after the first album, Fall Out Boy's Evening Out With Your Girlfriend, we could add a third host.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you have anyone in mind?
1: No. Oh wait, Tracy, are you still there?
0: Yeah. Hey, do you want to be on our Fallout Boy podcast when we get to the second album, Take This to Your Grave? Sure.
1: Great. Let's call it Thanks for the Lyrics, but take out all the vowels so it's like that Fallout Boy song.
0: And release it on Saturdays, like that other Fallout Boy song. Oh, this is going to be great. I'm so glad that we called Tracy before I started this conversation with you, James.
1: Me too. Thanks for the Lyrics.
0: Starting in January 2020. And I start later than that.